A boy's best friend is his mother. Janet! Dr. Scott! Janet! Ah! Rocky! Oh, you're so cool, Brewster! I guess everyone's entitled to one good scare, huh? It was an asylum! And it was hell! 20 years of pure hell! Movies don't create psychos! Movies make psychos more creative! They're all gonna laugh at you! Hey, shouldn't you be folding towels somewhere, sniffing jock straps? Better give me those shoes, they're mine, give them back to me! How many times do I have to tell you Ursula Andres belongs with the transvestites, not the perverts? Oh, you heterosexuals. It rubs the lotion on its skin or else it gets the hose again. You're a bullshit artist! They're coming! They're coming! Hello and welcome to Scream and Queens, the harder podcast with the Queer Eye View. We are on the second part of our Halloween special. However many parts it ends up being. We don't know yet. Thirty. <laughs> <laughs> yes. The kettle's on. The coffee is on. Who knows? We're all on Pro Plus and Heron. So, um, our last Halloween special, we talked about Halloween, uh, the original and the best. And tonight, we are going to talk about, uh, well, Stephen Moore's choices, isn't it? So, what have what, yes. what you decided on? Uh, well, if it was my actual choice, it would have been Halloween as well. <laughs> so, I'm sorry. <laughs> Someone already stole that one. Sorry about that. I went for The Descent. Right. Gino, are you sure we're going the right way? I've never been lost in my life. <laughs> There's only one way out of this chamber, and that's down the pipe. By the way, I'm Jonathan Larkin. Um, I'm Martin Fennity. I'm Jonathan Butler. I'm Stephen Larkin. We went out of order then, that was weird. Mm-hmm. It was mixing it up a bit. Yeah, it's because I was speaking. <laughs> <laughs> you know, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> what happens when you interrupt? <laughs> Sorry, go for it. So, let's talk about how pretty I am. <laughs> Stephen's in charge for the night. Don't we yeah. have a pretty Stephen? <laughs> What would you give Stephen for a basket of kisses, Martin? Oh, basket of severed heads. <laughs> <laughs> Bucket of piss. So we're talking The Descent. It's just one of my favourite films to watch and rewatch, and it still just scares me. And I just think it's effective, and I like the fact it's an all-woman cast. It's yeah. one of my favourite features of it. Basic premise, a year on from a little family tragedy, these, how many women go caving? Five, is it? Five or six. Sarah, 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 someone, someone very bland, so you forget about them. Sarah, Beth, <laughs> Juno, Sam, Becca, um, who's the annoying Irish one? Nora Jane. Nora Jane. <laughs> Nora Jane? Nora Jane? That's a real, what's the That's a real name. Oh, Holly. 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 From the Mountains. With the black hair, with the bob. No, the Irish one. The Irish one. Who's Gina's protégé? Oh, yeah, the lesbian. The one who's spots like a lesbian stereotype. So you'll go for my favourite character then, I was going to kill you. So the six of them, yeah. Yeah, so the six women go on a caving adventure and we get end up in a situation where we're lost in a cave with no exit and then things get even weirder. Creature feature. Yeah, spoiler alert. Chicks with picks. Yeah. Is that the working title or is that? No, no, some of the people on the crew started saying that they call them chicks with picks and then it suddenly became like, it leaked out into the review, into the critical 
Or as even some reviewers started to use the headline, Chicks with Picks. I like them. And then I like the fact that it's a British film, and I think there's something set in America. I was going to say, for the West Appalachians, it looks very much like Scotland. Yeah. <laughs> well, it was, where was it? It was filmed in Scotland. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was in actual Scotland, and then all the caves are shot in Pinewood Studios. They look amazing. Which, uh, they look crazy. I thought yeah. it was a real cave. Yeah, mm-hmm. all of it. They've done really well, haven't they, with yeah. that? But then... I totally believed it until I read it, and then when I started thinking about it again, I was like, "Oh yeah!" But then I think there's some clever use of the lighting where they don't show you certain parts that probably would completely give oh, yeah. away that it's. Well, it's a budget, wasn't it? But that changed how effectively. Yeah, well, what they were when doing. it's black at the bottom, it's probably scaffolding. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's what I was thinking about that yeah. particular scene where it's just black below, and I'm like, "Yeah, so it's about two foot off the ground, and there's yeah. black thing." Yeah. It's the magic of Hollywood, though, isn't it? It's really good. So it was shot in. Um, Scotland um, it was shot in Scotland Palmer Studios and Tring 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 I love the word Tring whenever I see it on the on the tr- in Houston station on the thing it always just makes me think of like a phone ring Tring <laughs> <laughs> and I always wondered what the hell is in Tring <laughs> now I know a bit of this film the log cabin where they stay is in oh. Tring so there we go if any of our listeners are from Tring let us know yes please so did you see this on the cinema when it first came out, Stephen? I was 15 at the time. I'll get to fuck. 12 years ago, was that one? Yeah, I was 15. That's sad. Have you could, seen this? You could have snuck in. Like a normal 15 year old. Yeah, if you do anything like that. <laughs> I think how old did he look 15 years ago? Yeah, I've never done anything until it was actually the legal age, because yeah. it just doesn't work. No, that's mm-hmm. true, yeah. Yeah, I saw this on the cinema and I was like over the moon with it. I think I actually think um, this is the best British horror movie of the last twenty years. Yeah, I'm gonna just go out there and say that. Yeah, I completely agree. Although it does have possibly the worst um, title screen. It looks like someone's made it on fucking clip art. Which? When it says the descent, oh, when it goes, just, pans across the screen. It's like that. That is that's yeah. a PowerPoint animation. That's <laughs> that's <laughs> that's <laughs> nothing to me. <laughs> Yeah, well, it was low budget. <laughs> well, maybe they spent all that money on Juno's makeup. Well, I think it just they're... doesn't give a good um, doesn't give a good impression when he's like, "I'm watching a film with high production values." I <laughs> didn't even notice that. I was too busy thinking a child's just been impaled. Where's your heart? It's just a great opening shot, by the way. I just no, don't get me wrong. I mean, that's just yeah, that's yeah. just an observation. <laughs> this is not another cabin in the woods. Back off. <laughs> no, no, no. no, no. Oh, cabin in the woods sold the leftovers of this film's score. Watch Cabin in the Woods again. Listen to the music. Okay. I'm telling you. I suppose this does start in the Cabin in the Woods as well. From the beginning scene. Mm-hmm. I think it just sets it really nicely. You get this, the rafting down the river, and you instantly know, filthy seeking women, there's the line where she says, 
after that when you get out the water there's like a little moment where you see Juno is it Juno? Mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. and the husband talking and it's perfectly innocent then he, she goes oh are you okay you seem a little distance mm-hmm. and then it's splat yeah child and does he get a pipe through the head? Yeah. it's like a final, final, final destination, destination type stuff that's good yeah. yeah and it's gruesome and it's shocking it generally comes out and over yeah it's great and it just instantly it set up the characters showed there was something a little off in the relationship and then death mm. great that's all you need that is how you make a concise opening definitely yeah that's a good that's a good start yeah, yeah. totally great and then you have that great scene in the hospital that um oh the 20 days later but she's running down the mm. corridor yeah but that that's genuinely mm. I found that really scary that opening scene it's, it is scary did you know that when they were filming that they actually shot an extra bit where you see one of the crawlers the silhouette of one of the crawlers stood in the hall in the hospital hallway mm. as like a foreshadow of what's to come but they, they took it out yeah I'm glad they did but yeah. that is kind of creepy though mm. don't you see some of them uh, I'm getting a bit ahead of myself but you see like two or three of them before they actually appear well, probably don't I only noticed there was, a, there was a shot of one of them that yeah. I'm, I've seen this film probably about 15 times yeah. and the first 14 I never noticed the shot until we yeah. watched it last week there's like a silhouette of one of them isn't yeah. there but you don't yeah. when? just after the cave so you know when they nearly get trapped and she pulls it out and you know that big gasp and all the all the yeah. stuff comes out um, when she's <coughs> she's got the uh, she's panning around there's one of them just like up in the corner and you just see it's like hand or something and then it moves which I've never seen until the last time I've seen this about 30 since I've never yeah. seen it yeah. oh no I'm going to have to go and watch it again what a shame yeah and I think there's another bit that I've missed as well where there's, you can see them but I'm not sure okay. I think it's the bit where it's silhouetted where they've got the red lights and you can see like in the distance I think there's just like a silhouette of one against like it's like a, a column or a pillar mm. and I think it's just like around it yeah. the way they use the lighting in this yeah. column is yeah. one of my favourite things about it it's just they show you exactly what you need to see and nothing else and it's just beautiful and then there's different colours of light and so you have like the red flares light of things you have the, the headlights and then there's like the green sections yeah. and everything it just it's the perfect amount of light that you need to see that feels organic for the setting Definitely. there's no just here's a big light from off screen for no reason yeah and it's just really effectively done yeah it's really good it's a good like technical way of you know getting the right shots you're, you're controlling the lights it's a totally yeah. controlled environment so yeah uh, I know the CGI now when you watch it on HD is a bit dodgy in parts the bit with the bats and all that sort of yeah stuff. oh god the bats are terrible however you know the bit where they find the dead what is it an elk or something mm. or, and, and then when, when they find the hole to the cave that's going to climb down I didn't know that hole was CGI so when they're out, outside they really? climb down yeah. That's not real. Yeah. Okay. No, it's not even. I suppose it's static, isn't it? If it's just a static effect, yeah. not will really make that look bad. It's when things start moving or interacting mm-hmm. with things that's yeah. when they start looking cartoony. Yeah. No, I think that the practical effects are good. The monsters mm. look like kind of from a uh, like Lord of the Rings or something. Yeah. It's like yeah. a yeah. goblin type things. Mm-hmm. I love um, going back to the cabin scenes earlier on where they're getting to know each other as well. There's a really good bit where one of them screams. I can't remember why she screams now. Are they laughing at someone's pyjamas? No, no, no. There's nothing wrong with these pyjamas. I thought they could have got more garish pyjamas for that joke. Oh, come on, they were all warm pyjamas for, like, an action. They were just, like, they were fine. They were perfectly all right pyjamas. Does that just say more about how it's tasting pyjamas? No, because there was another joke which I didn't get, which I couldn't actually hear properly. Something about an orgasm. 
This is where the film started to irritate me at this point in the film. Really? Yes. That may be how. Well, this is where the characters start to irritate me. Yeah. Do you mean okay. the, the two characters shares across six people? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Maybe three as a push. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We're going back. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the, 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 the shower transition. We're still in the cabin. <laughs> yeah. 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 The shower. Where yeah. she screams and it cuts. She screams because the shower's cold. cold. Yeah. Yeah. And then as she screams and the mouth goes open, it focuses out to the other woman checking her tongue in the mirror. Yeah. yeah. And I just think that's a great little transition. That's quite sweet, isn't it? Yeah. It's, it's just funny. done really well. It flows really well and I completely believe that moment. Yeah. I don't know why I've just always enjoyed that scene. <laughs> I like the bit where Juno just lifts a leg up. Yeah, and the other girl's person. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but then Gina is exactly that person. I've got mixed feelings on her because she's just such a twat, but then she, when it comes to the action scenes, she's a real badass as well. Yeah. I love when she goes for those monsters. And I do like the, the photo that they take on the side. It's a nice little foreshadowing. Yeah. Because I don't get any sense. I was watching this with, with Matt, my boyfriend, and neither of us got any sense that these people are actually genuinely friends or bonded in any way. In fact, we felt like they hated each other. Um, <laughs> Matt said at one point, they're like a poor man's bewitched. Or <laughs> <laughs> well, the Irish one is. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> they do all have a strange hybrid Irish-Australian-American Yeah. Well, that woman that very, plays an American odd. is British. She's in Killist, isn't she? And um, uh, Street. That uh, Mariana Boehring, is it? She's Swedish, isn't she? I don't know. I don't, I don't. She's definitely not American. That because accent the sisters, is terrible. The sisters are either Swedish or Dutch. That's the accent. Is it? Because they're called the Van Nuys, or Van Nuys or the Van Nees or something, the sisters. Oh, I don't know. They're meant to she's be... doing an American accent and she's... I think meant to be, it's meant to be Swedish or Dutch accent. I'm sure. It's just very odd. Well, the one who's a doctor, isn't Sam it? Sam and Rebecca are sisters, aren't they? I thought it was mother and daughter. What? They went to like uni together or something. The one who he's always like dead patchiness and tear and she goes. It's Vernet. Sam Samantha Vernet and Rebecca Vernet. Uh are they meant to be American then? Who knows? <laughs> but so I'm so confused. I always thought it was like No, then the name of mother. But she's so patronising. I don't know what she's just like being a patronising big sister, isn't she? She's like, you make it look easy! <laughs> <laughs> I didn't like any of the characters. None of the characters are likeable. No. And I didn't actually care when... I didn't care when any of them died. Really? I like all of the characters. I mean, I like that there's three characters who are actual characters, aren't there? Sarah, Juno and Beth. Mm. And Beth. Beth's the black hair pop. Yeah. Who I love Beth. I, I think they're really like likeable characters. Yeah. yeah. And Juno, even though she's Juno's a knobhead. No, yeah. she's a knobhead. She gets she gets them all killed basically. Yeah, yeah. but for her ego. <laughs> yeah. Does it? Does it? I think she's like to pick into her thing. She's quite actual. You know, but it, 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 very impressed by style rather than personality. But she, yeah, but she's the perfect. But she's hardcore. She's like really when she's like fighting <coughs> and stuff. She's like action woman. But I think she's a bit unapologetic really like, as well. It's stuff that annoys me about it though, part of it. The lines in the start, we may as well have a handrail and a gift shop. The only danger is falling asleep. And I'm, I'm a teacher, not fucking Tomb Raider. But by the end of the film, to fucking fighting yeah, the monsters. Well, yeah. And you're like... D- d- well, but it's a horror movie. But, d- but there's no horror left anymore because yeah, you just fight the movie. monsters. 
It's by the end of it, the monsters have run away from her because she's fucking killing them. Well, yeah, <laughs> she's, she has like a <laughs> sort of Ripley moment, doesn't she, where she comes out of the. There's only two of them that go badass. Yeah, the rest of them are just kills. Mm. Yeah. And I think the Tomb Raider line is a joke of the fact that they are Tomb Raider. I think they were deliberately joking about the fact that at the end of the mm. film they are all Tomb Raiders because yeah. there's actual shots that look like Tomb Raider mm. publicity art. Also, it's very. Um, I was watching it again. I watched it again today with the commentary on the director and the cast. And Neil Marshall sounds like he is like the most laddish of the of the lads, really. And it's his version of writing mm. women. You know, from what I, from what I could gather, the whole commentary was basically him like making comments about the bums and the boobs and like. Oh God. Not not even in a pervy way, just in like a silly lad way, mm. and like a, a. I can't describe it. It's like. Any chance of um, innuendo, nothing was left unturned mm-hmm. with those girls. <laughs> it was like one of them, you know, with the, where the girl gets a, where, where she gets a hand raised. Yeah. No more finger action for you, you know. Oh, yes. And then, but then the girls are not like as bad because yeah. they're, they're getting on doing it as well. But yeah, you get the impression that his, he, he's got sort of a limited, a limited sort of repertoire of, of putting women on screen. Because all his yeah. films, like Dog Soldiers, was just all men, wasn't it? That was like a lad's film. This was his attempt but at a girl's film. It doesn't feel like... Um, maybe I'd say he just didn't think about it too much. Maybe that's why they're not so fleshed out. But I don't feel like it's one of those films where it's, it's not voyeuristic. It's not like... No, it's not like... I couldn't criticise it for that. I just... It was just... I just didn't like any of the women. Yeah, see, I liked it. And I like, they, I like kick-ass women. I like yeah. women to be strong. I like women to have substantial... Roles. I don't necessarily want women to be passive in any yeah, film or situation, but they just the characters <coughs> were just. I just find them yeah. really abrasive and unattractive and not very likable at all. That's so funny because I like all of them except the Irish one. I think the Irish one is that everything you've just said, awful. But all the others I've always liked, and I don't know whether that's just because I watched it at a time when I was quite forgiving of them. And I've, I've carried that through yeah. since nostalgia, maybe. But I've, yeah, especially the two leads. I've always really liked I do like the, I like the film. It's not, I'm not going to say, I'm not dissing the film and saying I dislike it. Stephen's giving me a sign. Oh, he's got a squint. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's, it's a different watching experience if you don't like them. I suppose it is, yeah. Are you waiting for them to die? Well, yeah, I guess you so. Or you, you don't like the, <laughs> the more claustrophobic bits. Are the more or the, the, I was, horrible bits? I was going to say, the, the, I think the scariest bits are in the first half of the film. Monster mm. monsters actually appear. I think something it's very scary. Mm. It's more, it's the, but the jumps are good. But even then, it's not because it. There's the scene where it's Sam and she goes, oh, it's clear over there. Well, you can go that way. Yeah. And then, oh, look at all this negative space that we're looking at here and there's nothing there. And then it pans back. So you, so you just know what's going to be there. But from that moment on, it becomes the perfect popcorn horror, doesn't it? Because it is literally mm-hmm. relentless. There's a jump every, like, few minutes.
I watched it last week with Laura and Stephen and watching it with people who hadn't seen it before was hilarious because mm. they were screaming every few minutes and I thought it was brilliant you know yeah. so you've got that psychological horror for the first half which is the more effective mm. bit I think if you if you did a survey of what people thought of this film I think everyone's scariest scene would be the bit with the trapped and yeah, yeah, that's, that's, the, that's the scariest genuinely terrifying yeah. yeah and then the big you know the big bit where they're revealed on the camera that's a big scream mm. from everyone mm. um but I think it's from there on in. I just think it becomes a different type of horror film. But I think yeah. it's successful. I think yeah. it's completely successful. It doesn't ruin what the first half did for me. I do prefer the first half of all of that tension. And I think, as well as the tunnel scene, which is just so perfect and so tense and it still terrifies me. I still... That's the scariest bit of I the film. I breathe in That's the best when I'm watching film, that I think. and like, hold my breath because I feel like tense. Like I want to yeah. get out of the gap with them. But I also think the bit where she's travelling... Across the gap, yeah, that's good as well. That's really tense yeah. and scary, and I always, yeah. I get quite anxious about yeah. that scene. But and he, then, so he's made a successfully scary film without relying on stupid monsters. Yeah, <laughs> why didn't yeah. he do more of that? Well, yeah, the monsters aren't stupid, though. The monsters are, they are effective. They're, I don't I know where really to go with the rest of they them. Are. Well, I, I, I mean, you can have the film with the monsters. Yeah. That's that's absolutely that's absolutely fine. And it works as a film, and it does work as a film with mm. monsters. Um, but actually, with the characters not being likable and not actually being convinced that any of them are really friends and actually like each other, it they could have just been trapped and turned against each other. Mm. It could have been that you, you, yeah. if if the different director, maybe maybe mm. a more maybe, sophisticated yeah. director, you could have had maybe not as mainstream horror. But the horror of this, this yeah. the psychology and the breakdown of relationship, how people turn against each other. Mm. You could even have body horror and get them eating each other. Yeah, you yeah. know, I don't know. Do you know? Um, with what you're saying, mate, you don't believe that the characters like each other. I don't think the characters particularly like each other as well. But I just kind of thought that was the point of them. They yeah, they kind of feel like they're people that are together because they do this, and it's tradition. Like we do this once a year. We yeah. go here. We go there. Yeah. Don't, but why would you do that if you didn't have a bond? I've had friends that I've done that with for years. No, I've, I've, I've had friends that them and I've done it out of, because at one point in my life they were part of my friendship. So you feel obliged? To still continue that, but then... Would you travel across, yes, the, would you travel across the world you with a friend that's that... With friends that are that no. superficial, that's I would do it to go Yeah, but but I read it totally different to you though, because I I did see a bond between all of them except the Irish annoying one and Juno. I thought they were all taking the piss out of her behind the back. They were all like, oh, oh and she goes again. She's got us going down cave and blah blah blah. But the two sisters, um, Sarah and Beth, I did, Sarah and Beth especially. I got I got a rapport between them. I, f- I felt that that was real. But I thought that the the split was with Juno and the mm. and Holly. Um, isn't that funny though? You can mm. read to we can read them. It's completely different. This is why I love doing this. We'd never have had this conversation. We would never have had this conversation. Yeah. See, I'm fine with monsters being here, but I think for me, what I would have preferred if it was done a bit more subtly. If you know, people start going missing and fought and getting stuck in places, yeah. and you know, someone falls down and then. You know the monsters are revealed more slowly, whereas this it's a, just like is is a scene with the monsters, and from that point on, they're all badasses who just fight monsters. Yeah, and all before this is actually genuinely good, 
like psychological horror and building up good tension. Yeah. As Steve was saying about with the all she's doing is climbing across the thing. It's mm. not necessarily scary about yeah. it, but the tension it builds <laughs> is really good. And it's just a, I think it's a shame that the second half is not as strong as the first half. Well, I feel like I've because I, I all I've ever wanted from this film is a popcorn horror. So I've, yeah, never no, been, well, I've never had that feel that disappointment with it. Really, I, no. I feel like it, they spend the first half getting you really wound up really to the point where you like can't breathe and then the last half is just complete just relief it's like yeah. just tension yeah. relief I um, don't look at it as something like a deep film to yeah. get into or anything oh. like that deep. Really. <laughs> <laughs> Um, it's just fun. Yeah. It's just yeah. relentlessly fun. Yeah. My problem with the second half more than anything is that I lose track of the characters. Because they're also distinct. Yeah, because they're not that distinct. I <laughs> do agree. They're not that distinct. But it, I lose track of who's alive and who's dead. And then like someone comes up and I was like, I thought you died 20 minutes ago. <laughs> <laughs> and I just I find it hard. And then someone you think is dead and then they're not because they have another scene later on. And yeah. It's like... I, yeah, it gets a bit too chaotic to keep track of the story, but then I don't really care that I've lost track of the story. Yeah. What you were saying before about it being a very British horror film, I think it's never ever more British than the point where she says, this is just a poxy cave. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's just fantastic dialogue. <laughs> no, no one else would ever say no. poxy. I love, even though it's completely like hero shot, the scene after, I think it's just after the camera reveal, where they're standing still, and there's the light source, and it, it kind of shows them all in like a hero stance. Oh, so the mountain uh, is it? Where's hands around, yeah. like all of them standing there, and they're all frozen still like this, yeah. in this hero pose, and it's just like a dead cool shot that mm. looks like it's the, I don't know, it's just like the cover of something. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. No, there are great bits that I do like. <laughs> I love when, it's cheesy. When Holly falls down a thing, and she says... I think I've hurt my leg. And you look down and fucking throw him to the mountain. That's awful, isn't it? Yeah. That's like the, that's the cringiest, horriblest bit, isn't it? That bone stick. Oh, and then they're like saying, then they, yeah, they have to hold it down. Yeah. Push it all back in. Oh, she goes, I hate you. <laughs> yeah. She snaps yeah. her leg back in. Oh, Which is gross, but cool. Yeah. So I think more stuff like that, but with like the monsters slowly coming in in the background, would have worked better for me, I think. But don't get me wrong, it, it is still a good film, but I just think... It's great watching it with a with a sort of with a new audience who aren't as in maybe not as into horror as we are and not looking for anything else other than being scared mm-hmm. and just watching them scream their asses off. It's hilarious. And I think maybe that's it. I was I would have been quite young when I first saw this, so I think I also remember how scared I was when I did see the yeah. film for the first time, and now I was genuinely terrified for the entire. Yeah entire thing but the second half caught me off guard as well mm. at that point I didn't actually think there was anything going on I thought it was all in her head yeah mm. I thought that's what they were actually playing on and then yeah. it just really that could have worked as well fucked me off guard now this, went for it. this sums up the director as well on the commentary um, they, they picked up on something that I picked up on as well you know the bit where um, so you know Sarah when she goes into the bloodbath and comes out as Apocalypse now Ripley mm. <laughs> <laughs> um, which again is ridiculous but I love it I think it's fabulous yeah. and the way she murders the whole family she murders a mother and child and she's like a mother who lost a child mm. it's brilliant um, and um, she screams and then in the next scene it's a crawler scream mm. Did you? Did anyone else know? Yeah, that? because yeah, she's yeah, yeah. she's becoming all of that. So yeah. it was like, what? What are they trying to say with that? I was thinking, is that is it actually all in her head? Is she killing the wall? So the director mentions it in the commentary, and he just goes, I don't know. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> One of the girls says to him, 
what does this mean? It's a crawler scream, and he just goes, oh, I don't know. Well, that's it. The people, the monsters are, they're people who've been trapped down there, so over hundreds of years, they've just degenerated into that. Yeah, I would say that it's more of a, they're not so different from us, because they are literally, like, I know what I'm talking about, different, probably more involved. (laughs) See, because the the scene where, I I think it's Sam, where the lions still aren't he? And like the crawlers, like all like all over them, and it's like yeah. you can't see them, but I can feel them. That was a bit rapey. I thought I felt, and I thought that was kind of going to be a plot point as well. It was like kind of they need women, they need them to basically rape them so they can carry on. Because if that society down there, it's, you know, where's he going to get? How's he going to carry on? I had one. I didn't see that. Yeah, I didn't really think of that. She does say in the commentary though that when he climbs over her face, she said, "You know, they took my eye out." It's horrible, Because he's got, like, a loincloth on, basically. Because <laughs> <laughs> if there's only one of them, if there's only one of those things down there, it's a female, then... Yeah. I thought that's having a really good time. Leave it alone. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. She was... <laughs> well, she wasn't until Sarah killed her. I did like it as well. The Holly was just the definition of a loose cannon. And loose cannons always do well in horror films. Yeah. <laughs> always do well. Yeah. They're going to thrive in horror films. Yeah. Obviously, the reveal is that Juno and her husband was having an affair or something, yeah. and it's revealed for the necklace. Love each day. But when she gets the pickaxe to the neck, I didn't. I thought that was. I thought that was a friend's necklace. I thought that was, the point of that was he recognised that was a friend's necklace. And she knew she killed her. I didn't think that was to do with it. No, no, no. Because no. love each day is his saying. Yeah, that's oh. Paul's saying to Sarah. Because she she mentions it in the cabin. Yeah, it's something Paul used to say, and then that's why she kills Juno. Because she she realised. But doesn't I thought she snatched that off? She snatches that off a off a mate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that's so Sam takes Juno. it from Juno, just as Juno kills her. Yeah, that's so, right. So she knows that a Juno's killed Sam and b. Do you know, it's, it's proof yes, that Juno was Which yeah, I think she already knew. That's a bit of a... That's, that's not proof that's a necklace. Yeah, but being raven. And we all know. And I think... That's one of those... That's one of those... Sam definitely knew. That's... Yeah. Some tribe bullshit like, everyone says tell, though, isn't it? Because she went yeah, for it on purpose. <laughs> I think it was... I think that was quite quite well quite well done and subtle because you, uh, there was always a tension between Sarah and Juno and you always yeah. knew what it was and it's because mm-hmm. she knew. And if you look at... That's why she, in the hospital scene they say that she didn't stay along around long the year before. Um, there's the scene at the very beginning where she's talking to him down by the lake, mm-hmm. and you can see her in the background, and there's some kind of like there's a slight tension. There's a, like a reason why she's looking at that yeah. happening, and it's just hinted throughout the entire thing very subtly up until that point where it's thrown in. Yeah, that it definitely is happening. Yeah, and that's what she questions her later on when she says oh did you see her die and she says yeah but obviously she never saw that she'd left her for dead after she started she, she saw her get a pickaxe in the neck yeah it was <laughs> safe to assume she was dead yeah, probably a goner yeah <laughs> but you would have like you know, yeah, not left her to die and we yeah. by herself I, did, I saw her die as I killed her <laughs> <laughs> and there's the you know you watch scene which I think oh, is God, a bit yeah. put in there like they tried to bring it in earlier on. That yeah, it's at the very start, isn't it? Oh, I have a new watch. That's <laughs> <laughs> like the only. Re- I don't even think that scene was in there. I think they just wanted to have the watch scene in, and then they yeah. felt, yeah, shit, we've got to introduce it somehow. Mm, yeah, 
Because it's not even a, like a bad watch. It's just a watch. Mm. Yeah. Especially with a caver, it just looks like an adventure watch. Mm. A noisy one. Yeah. I'm still playing it off. I don't know. It's a moment of water. It just it, it changes the dynamic. It's not moment of water. All of my notes say moment of water. <laughs> <laughs> I think you need glasses, you know. No, I think about it. Not, there's not an age gap. Is there? No. Mm-hmm. I think she just acts like a mum, so I just assume. Well, to, yeah. yeah. I think the fight's towards the end. I think I know what you mean, where she, because she starts biting them and stuff, doesn't she? So she's becoming like them, isn't she? Yeah, and yeah, and it's funny because Juno is so hardcore and screaming, and everything but Sarah's just quiet and just gouging her eyes out. <laughs> <laughs> it's like so yeah. thumbs in the eyes. Yeah, mm-hmm. and it's like it's sort of seeing the it's seeing their survival instincts out. Mm. But yeah, I love Juno. I think she's just such a badass. Yeah, she's a cunt, an absolute cunt. She shagged her fellow's husband. She shagged her girlfriend, her mate's husband. She's led them all to their doom, murdered someone by accident. But she does always look like she feels bad about it, though. Oh, I don't think she does. No, I don't think she does. She's a ego trip. I think she's just an unapologetic That is actually the point in the script that they all say. This is just an ego trip. No, but I mean, she looks apologetic when she's killed Sam. She does look a bit guilty about it. Yeah. But then she gets over it in the heart, yeah. Yeah. So she wasn't that guilty, was she? Yeah. No. Well, that's it. The, the, I, I made a note about it. It, it totally labours the point that she's killed them all when she actually kills all of them. Mm. Yeah, <laughs> it's like, yeah. we get it, you know? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. I love when, um, when she has a marriage, then she's covered in the blood, and then she meets up with Gina again, and she goes, What's happened to you? When <laughs> she's shot. And I just wanted to say, Oh, just come on. Tell me, So should we talk about the terrible uh what happened in America with the oh, end? Oh, I hate the Americans. I've no I've never actually seen the American ending. Mm-hmm. So I've, I've heard I've either. heard about it, but it just stops earlier. It just stops. Yeah. So she doesn't She escapes, they go off in the car and then is Juno. Juno appears. appears and then that's where the American one ends. Yeah. So you don't, it. so it's like she got away. Because the Americans couldn't handle the idea that she's And then it's one final scare for the Americans. That's where they end it. One stupid scare. Yeah. Is it actually Juno or is it meant to be like Juno's ghost? No, it's just like a scary image. It doesn't. Yeah. It's not like she's actually there. So that's what that's there for. But then, yeah, the rest of it's gone. Yeah, which is then they're kind of sweet, sad. Highly annoying. Oh, yeah, yeah. The UK one. Oh, yeah. I love the end zone, yeah. It's very ambiguous, isn't it? Yeah. It's all in the head. Did you kill them all? Yeah, and I like that it's just played out and I like it, I, I really saw it I really like the fact that they weren't scared to just kill everyone and just have that be the ending and it was melancholic mm. and it was just sad that's it and we're just going to leave it there and then that makes me really sad that the Americans ruined that yeah so they could get a, a terrible sequel as well wasn't it yeah it does it too yeah yeah which I did watch and I actually can't remember it was I that bad it, not it was awful Juno's still alive, isn't she in the sequel? Yeah, Terry Lamar is still alive. Yeah, that's yeah. I, I couldn't even bring myself to watch. Oh, it. but she <laughs> has um, she has amnesia, so she knows that she doesn't want to go back to the cave, but going back to the cave to find the girls. 
Um, but she has amnesia. She can't remember, so she leads them all to the death with Again. the monsters. But this is a uh, Holly. Is it Holly? Sarah. So she can't remember. So she leads them all back down there. Doesn't know why. And then when they get to Anna's monsters, and she's like, "Oh yeah." <laughs> <laughs> that was the reason uh, I didn't want to come that's why I didn't want to come but does Juno oh yeah and I'm tomb raided again <laughs> does oh, Juno yeah. not remember or is no Juno's still in the cave oh she's still in the cave so she's still uh, there fighting her way through the monsters yeah oh and you shot my husband at the ending you know the last the, you know the music as it goes to over the final credits was originally in the script a Susie and the Banshees song playing over yeah. don't know which one though and I do like the use of the photo it was a nice little epilogue on that yeah I think it's effective yeah one thing I read on Wikipedia that I thought was quite interesting he um, the director said that he was inspired by Argento and Fulci for his pacing of the first half of the film and oh, right. the building intention the mm-hmm. colours as well yeah. he was also very heavily inspired by um, Thingy um Deliverance. Oh, okay. He was inspired by Deliverance to the point where Juno's outfit in red wetsuit is inspired by Bert Reynolds' wetsuit <laughs> in Deliverance. Nice. Which, if anything, just makes me think of Bert Reynolds in a wetsuit, so that's good. Mm-hmm. Well, John Bourne was it? Did, uh, mm. Deliverance. Aye. So, I, I suppose, think... yeah, that is kind of take it, it is kind of that same, like the the backwards rednecks, it's mm. just taken to a the yeah, degrade of degenerated yeah. degener- degenerated so much they've gone underground yeah. deliverance and the house of eyes yeah. underground yeah. with women with women yeah. and I'll be no monsters I'll be no monsters it looks a bit like I remember the uh, the film Creep yeah, looks oh, like yeah. the monsters like to say yeah. 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 which I thought was a leftover monster from Lords of the Rings anyway it's like one of the goblins yes. <laughs> yeah. they just yeah. reused it or someone found yeah. it and went I can make a film out of this <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. I think this is just it's one of those perfect films for a Halloween especially if you've got friends who aren't that into scary movies it's just a good one to watch with anyone and it'll just be effective scary and fun to watch Yeah, I that's agree. why I recommend it as yeah don't get me wrong it's not a bad film I wouldn't I wouldn't say it was a bad film but it's just the stuff that I liked about it was kind of let down by the stuff I didn't like Sound of Descent what do you think do you agree with um, me that it's the best British horror film of the last 20 years do you agree with Stephen that it's perfect popcorn Halloween horror? Do you agree with Jonathan that it could have been a bit deeper? <laughs> you don't agree with Martin because I don't. <laughs> Do you agree with Martin that all of the girls clearly just didn't like each other? And yeah. they're horrible. And they're horrible. And they're not likable. They deserve to die. They deserve to die. Let us know. Give us a tweet. I'm at Johnny Larkin. Stephen's at HD99. And Jonathan is at Cthulhu. 502. 502. And I'm down a very deep hole. <laughs> <laughs> Martin's in a K-hole. <laughs> Happy Halloween, everyone. <laughs>